thank you, Spirit of God, for your presence tonight. We thank you for your beauty. We thank you for that grace. Aid, partakers of the divine nature. Having taken up the ignorance, the darkness of our heart, to bring us into alignment with your will, your name be glorified tonight. Once again, Spirit of God, our, our heart and might are open unto your word. Feed us. And let the light of your word unite our heart to feel. Let your glory be seen like never before in our lives. Grant us understanding of your word. Let Lord the light of this commission be seen through the ministration of the word. Let your power. Jesus says that ye are ignorant because ye know not the scripture, ye err and know not the power of God. Father, as we share the word of God, let your power be seen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wow. It gives us great joy to come away with the with the word of God consistently as God permits us and as He directs us as well. Under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, I want to say, say God so loves you and um, his, his desire for you is to get us also in that light. Let others enjoy the glory. So, um, we've been sharing on this subject, going up into Him in all things. We've been sharing the fullness of Christ, growing to that measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In Ephesians 4, uh, the verse 13, the Bible says, to, to we all come to the unity of faith, the level of faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God. So there's a standard of faith, a measure of knowledge that God expects us to reach unto, attain unto. Unto a perfect man, unto the measure, see the fullness, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We thank God so much for making us know that we can grow to the nature, to the stature of Christ, to have the, the fullness of Christ in us. And so um, I opened the, you know, that discussion, that the first part, the part one of, of the series that we've been treating so far for three weeks now, we, we looked at um, the fact that the Bible was verse 17 john 1 17 of his fullness have we all received we've received his fullness of his fullness have we all received so why is the why is um ephesians 4 18 telling us to grow up into him in all things i believe i receive his fullness and you must know who christ is receive the fullness of christ which is the truth manifestation of the truth is what matters so much now so um we looked we look at it from this perspective that um, in a human, you know, in, in, in the physical, a human being is born and born with all the organs, the essential organs. The guy, you see, the baby has everything, but um, it takes growth, the process of growth, maturity use, the various organs or physical features of, 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 of that individual. So also it behoves us um, knowing that we have to grow to be able to utilize what God has availed to us in Christ Jesus. The fullness of Christ have we all received, grace for grace. Of his fullness have we all received. But we have to grow in him. The Bible says we have to come to that level of faith. Now, um, so we were... I have told you that you see God wants us to grow in Ephesians 1. The verse 17 the bible says um that 
the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you, may grant you or give unto you the spirit of wisdom, spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, spirit of wisdom and see and 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 knowledge, you see that kind of revelation, granting you wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ to know what we have become, what we have received, what we have come in Christ. Christ is a realm in which uh, we've all come, the realm of salvation, realm of peace. Praise the Lord. Good. So, since that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, once we get enlightened, to know what, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in Christ Jesus. Now, we have to know um, the, the kind of glory that Jesus has availed availed us in him it takes maturity it takes maturity so the moment you get born again what what god expects of you is to grow to find out the truth for yourself to know to know where you have come what you have what you know the scripture is replete with um with knowledge getting to know that especially the, the new testament wisdom and revelation of him of his knowledge having a revelation of of god praise the lord good now sometimes people think um all men know true it's not true yeah, let me read something to you from the book of matthew spirit of god matthew 11 1922 we have to take this thing seriously you can't claim to know god when you don't really know him praise the lord now you know the bible says by nature you know in in, in romans see apostle paul says the world by nature does not know god Romans 3 the world by nature doesn't know god you can't claim to know god you know him and maybe i might I, yes you go to philippines in first thessalonians chapter um, chapter 4 the verse 6 the emphasis is laid over there not to walk in last you know last vicious in 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 the west manifesting the works of the flesh as the gentiles who know no god see they don't know god now see for um in the 22nd uh matthew 11 right yes wow wow <laughs> Father, we thank you. We thank you. Um, let me look at Mark 11. Um, I, I saw the scripture. I've known this thing for years, and wow, that's a fit. Um, the Bible says, Jesus says, He know not, no one knows the Father except the Son. And um, he says, First, no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father Himself except the Son. And to you know, and then those to whom the Son reveals shall I say. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Only those to whom the Father see the Son revealing. Good, 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 good. Now, it's true. Matthew 11 um, 27. Now, all things are delivered unto me of my Father. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, um, and no one knows, you see, no one or knows the, the Son. No one knows the Son, 
but the father neither know what in save or accept the son that's old king james wow now look at it carefully we, we, we're talking about growth right we, we want to talk about growth christian growth and the, the dimension of that growth to attain unto the stature of christ the full measure of christ in all things before jesus comes he wants us to get to that level of faith the level of knowledge that he shares in look at this all things are the, and no man knows the father no one knows the son except the father or save the father but the father neither know what any man the father save the son now look at it and he to whom so ever the son will reveal him you see um, our maturity has to do with revelations the encounters with the truth you can claim to oh well let me come to this first so let, let's get this in clear no one knows the son except the father and no one also knows the son you see no one knows the son except the father no one knows the father except uh, the one or whosoever the you see whomsoever the, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the son wills to reveal or wants to reveal except the son reveals the father to you you, you never know the father so anyone that doesn't know Jesus is a liar because it is through Jesus are you getting it you cannot you see if you don't know the Holy Spirit you don't know the son once you don't know the son no one having the spirit of God see uh, fail see will fail to acknowledge Jesus as Lord anyone that acknowledges Jesus Christ that acknowledges Jesus as Lord has the spirit of God and once the spirit of God reveals the son to you the son makes you know who the father is listen no Muslim knows God they know about Allah they don't know God spirit once you don't know him how does he reveal unto you concerning in first Corinthians 12 now concerning the gift of the spirit the Bible says that and um, the spirit you see the Holy Ghost distributes severally as he wills according to his will and you don't know him so how does he reveal the son to you and the son is the one that reveals the father to us to acknowledge the father truth is the revelation of mystery now that which as well you know was hidden so the revelation of mystery what's mystery hidden truth or secret truth the thing is there so long as i tell you by prophecy the mind of god concerning tomorrow that's the truth it is hidden the reality that is hidden in the realms of the spirit but once i declare unto you and you begin to know the mind of god you've known the truth for us all praise the lord there is one word god wants to speak to the world and that world you know that word is truth and truth lord Praise the Lord. It's about Jesus. Jesus, that's it. He's the way, the truth, and the life. So, no one knows the Father, no, no one knows the Son. See, except the Son reveals the Father. You can't know the Son except you have the Holy Ghost. And until you've confessed Him as your Lord and personal Savior, you don't have the Holy Ghost. And you don't know Him. And He's the one to reveal the Father to you. Don't, you know, He asks, Whom do men say that I am? He was asking. And as Peter said, Thou art the Thou art the Christ. Thou art that Christ, the Savior. Look at it. Thou art the Savior. You are the Savior. You are the Messiah. 
<laughs> Son of the living God. Wow, 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 wow. He says, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. And upon this rock will I build the church. Upon the revelation. God builds the church. We grow based on revelation. It takes revelation upon revelation to manifest sonship. Our growth in him. It takes revelation. You have to see the revealed mind of God. Your growth. You can't claim to know God when you don't really know him. Jesus said he erred not knowing the scriptures. You err. Neither the power of God. So you don't know the scriptures, you don't know the power of God. Because the word of God is the power of God. And they overcame by the word of their testimony. It's, it is the only thing that overcomes the devil. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, so we're talking about growing up, see, growing up into Christ in all things. That in every dimension, see, in every dimension of life, we grow to that measure of Christ. We live and manifest Christ. In Colossians, so Colossians 1, I've said it, that Revelation, see, our maturity is based on, our maturity in the Lord is based on the revelations that we have of Him. It's based on the revelations. Okay. Colossians 1, 27, 26. Now look at this. The Bible says, uh, even the mystery which has been hid or hidden from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest. Even the mystery which was hid from ages and from generations, but now, but now, is made manifest to his saints. So, it's all about mysteries that are revealed unto you. And that is why you must be having a a man of God. To be called a man of God, it means that you are a man with several encounters. You've encountered the truth for a man of revelations, a man that lives by revelation, a man that lives, a man of, of faith. The just shall live by faith. And faith is the response, see, of your spirit to the word of God. It is following the word as revealed to you. So, a man of the light, revelation, a man that applies the, the word to his life, a man with praise the Lord. And that's who a man of God is. And God expects of us to grow. To grow. Now look at this. In, in verse 15, look at this. In, from the verse 15. So we want to look at, you see, we are to grow up into him in all things. Look at this. In whom we have redemption. No, verse 15. Who is the image of the, the firstborn of every creature? Now, reading from the Message Bible, it says, we look at this son. See, we look at this son. The one that reveals the father. We look at this son. And see God, who cannot be seen. Look at this son and see God's original purpose in everything created. When you see Jesus, you see God's original purpose. Bahaya. Let me take you somewhere. Look, look at this. Before I take you here. Do you remember that I share with you from the book of Titus? 
Titus chapter 1, the, the verse 1, from the Amplified, that says that Paul, a bond servant, and an apostle of an apostle, emulate and to promote the faith, the see, to stimulate, to stimulate and promote the faith of God's chosen ones. Do you remember? Now, so it's called as a man of God to promote, to stimulate and to promote, to activate and to promote the faith. So important, the faith of God's chosen ones. Now, and to lead them accurate discernment, to lead them onto accurate discernment and recognition of and to be acquainted or an and, and, and acquaintance with the truth. It's about the truth. To get acquainted with that which is hidden, which in but now revealed unto us. And that knowledge of the, you know, Ephesians 1 13 tells us to we come to that knowledge. See, we come to that to, 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 to the unity of, of the faith. Come to that oneness of faith. The level of faith with God. You know, of Jesus. Then again, unto the knowledge of the Son of God. So, to the level of his knowledge. And that is why he gives the pastor and gives you the teacher. To edify you. What does he mean? To stimulate your faith. To stimulate and promote your faith. To cause your faith to grow. Praise the Lord. Now, and then to lead you on to accurate discernment, to achieve, to have an accurate discernment of the truth, recognition of, and to get acquainted, see, with the truth. Have an acquaintance with truth, a relationship with truth, that it's my life and I know. Not I just heard a preacher man saying I can't be sick, I must understand. I must be learned. I can recognize this. Are you getting it? Uh, to a point of accurate discernment that can sense what I ought to do. <laughs> Are you following? Are you following? Now, and that that which harmonizes with and tends to godliness. So, the kind of life of the spirit that I should be exposed to. You can't just call someone that doesn't know just doctrines on righteousness, a man of God. You can't call him a man of God. He's a boy of God. He's not a man here. About righteousness? <laughs> Maybe I have to read something to you from the, the book of Hebrews chapter 5. Right. Let's look at this and then we, we just... Uh, let me justify this by reading. Um, now look at it. From verse 11. So talking about you know Melchizedek, right? Melchizedek, and says that hard, you see, very hard to be uttered. See, so, you know sometimes it's very un uneasy. See, mostly it's very uneasy to speak the truth of God's word, the very truth. And what I mean is the the precise, see, accurate discernment of the truth. To see someone smoking, a Christian smoking, righteous. Tell me, what, what do you mean? But that's the truth. You mean upon all the all the smoke, the fumes that are coming through? Do you mean upon all the fumes that are you know running through out through my nostrils, my, my, my ears? That I'm still righteous? Yes, that's what the, the word of God teaches us. And that's the truth. So truth is hard to be uttered. 
You can be stoned for speaking the truth in Christ Jesus. Why? Because the world has not. I'll take you to, you know, through some scriptures to see. Now, look at it. And it says, and how, see, because you are, you are dull of hearing. Now, the verse 12. For when, for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. The oracles of God. The, 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 the secret of God. You see, these are the fundamentals. For the time that he ought to be teachers, that means being that means being able to come to a point of accurate discernment. That's a teacher. He can discern the truth. His words, his doctrines harmonizes with the truth. He's so acquainted with the truth. That's a teacher. Not just taking Bible, not just uh, talking, you know. You need to be able to design, recognize the truth in context, and also to be able, so acquainted with the truth, and be able to harmonize <laughs> with the virtues that tends to godliness. Let's continue. Now he says that, and, and, and I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meats. So have you become of people that need milk of the word and not strong meat? That you said milk. You know, everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Why the word unskillful? The Bible says, holding for the word of truth. Study to show thyself, study to show thyself, approved unto God. As a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing, that means to be skillful. And that's what God has put us all to be doing. Right dividing the word of truth. So it says that man is un unskillful in the word of righteousness. So anyone who doesn't understand right the concept of righteousness finds it difficult to accept. He says he's a babe. A baby pastor. <laughs> in in pampers. Praise the Lord. Wow. That are of full age, even those who by reason of use. So, like I told you, a baby has may have all the organs, may have all the features of, of a male or of a female, but might not be able to use them. A baby or actualize the functions of the limbs. It takes growth. Now the Bible says, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. To be able to discern good and evil. Oh Lord, we thank you. You know, we have to move on to accurate discernment. Now, so what I read to you from Colossians 1.15, which is that we, we, look, we look at this sun and see, see, and, and, and see God who cannot be seen. We look at the sun and see God's original purpose in everything created. That you can see relationship between Christ and everything created and everything. Why Christ? Every created thing needs Christ. 
So how do you establish a relationship between what I've said right now? Christ and every living thing. That shows you are matured. That shows maturity. So, you see, like I, 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 I have told you before, God does not need oxygen, but oxygen. Oh, Father, we give you the praise. Now, let's jump to the verse 17, Colossians 1, 17. 17, look at this. So, we, we look at verse 15. Who, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? That's what I read, read from the, the Message Bible, which says that uh, Son and, and see God's original purpose in everything created. Now, in the King James, it says, who is the image of the invisible God? The God that is invisible, that is not seen, not seen God. The firstborn of every creature. Now, look at this, verse 16. For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in, in, in earth, visible, whether they be thrones, dominion, principalities, powers, all things were created by him and for him. Now, the verse 18. Is the head of the body, whoa, whoa, jump to verse 19. All, okay, okay, let's go on, verse 17. And and he is, the, he is before all things. Verse 17. He is before all things. And by him, all, Christ pre-existed everything. And by him, all things exist. Christ is life itself. In its purest form, Christ is life. In Him is life. You see, was life, and the life was alive. The life of Him is the light. In John eight twelve, He says so. That is the light of the world, and anyone that follows Him shall not walk in darkness. Is life, and that life is light. And that's a light that every man needs. Let's go all things. So he pre-existed everything. And by him all things are held together. By him all things find their existence in his life. Now, and is the head of the body, the church, who is the invisible, who is the beginning. Who is the beginning? So Christ is the head of the, the body, the church. Is the head of the body, the church. The one that has preeminence. The good. And the firstborn from the dead. So it needs to be the firstborn being has a right to inheritance. That all things are his. That's what it means. That in all things he might have preeminence. So Jesus is the head. The church is the body of Christ and is the head. And the Bible says, you see, there's no difference between this head and my body. This me. Now, to identify me, you need to look at the head very well to identify me, right? You can look at the shape from behind and what I view. You can look at my shoulders. You can look at some other features. But the face can really help. And that's the hurt. So it is Jesus, the face of the church. Are you following? Jesus is the face of the church. What do we mean by that? Is the hurt. He has preeminence. He has control. He's the provost. He's highly esteemed above all. And that means that the church of Christ dominate all things whether they be thrones principalities what have you the church has power jesus is the head of the church 
is given to be, you know, is given to be the head of the church. And we are told that the head has preeminence. Now, the verse 18. Now, we come into the message. Why you need to grow. Now, look at it. And he is the head of the body, the church. So, Christ is the head of the body. We know the body is a church, right? Good. Who is the beginning? The altar of all things. Before anything existed or came into existence, he was there. Before anything existed, Jesus is. Good. So, um, the Bible says that the firstborn from the dead, see, um, rights to inheritance. That's what, what it means. He died, he was to be born again. He was born out of death. He died, buried, and rose again, victorious. Um, that in all things he might have preeminence. Whenever you look at the resurrection, Whenever you hear of the resurrection, something should strike you. Something should strike you. See, that kind of revelation should hit you so strong. When you hear of resurrection, you should know that's the hope that we have. They also have the hope in resurrection. They are so hopeful of the resurrection of the church. We are so, so hopeful of the rapture. Our the blessed hope of the church is the rapture of the church. Let's get let's get on to this. Now, the Bible says that for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Outside of Christ, you don't find fullness. For it pleased the Bible says that for God in all, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. So Jesus lived with the fullness of deity as he walked the earth he was 100% God and interesting and that's who we are to us well God is at work in us God indwells us and we in him now I want us to look at this thing carefully for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The verse 9. 2. For in Christ dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So the fullness of God, of divinity, was present in Christ as he walked the earth. And the Bible says to grow up into him in all things. To have the fullness of God. You see, he wants us to manifest his will. But I've told you already in our, in our first, in our first um, uh, message on this subject that you need to come to an accurate discernment. God doesn't want you to be asking, so what would Jesus do? He wants you to know. That he may prove things that are ex things excellent. In Philippians, that we may be able to prove things excellent, knowing God's will. Now, 
our maturity in Christ is all about getting to that level of of the knowledge of his will of God this is what it takes to manifest God in Christ dwelling the fullness see of the God let's read uh, Colossians 2 first Colossians 2 um, the verse 9 for in Christ in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily in Colossians 1 verse 19 for God, for it is it pleased the Father that in Christ, in Him, should all fullness dwell. Oh Jesus. That nothing will be complete without Christ. It's interesting. And the Bible says that we are the light of the world to influence our world. Just imagine what Colossians 2 9 saying. For it's interesting. For in, in Christ, in Him dwelleth or dwells. So, if in Christ dwelt, if in Christ dwelt the fullness of the Godhead as He walked the earth, like I, I, I am also here. And, um, the Bible says of his fullness the man's bank account has all the money all the capital all the assets quantified or captured financially in monetary you know language or term all the money of the company is in John's account. Brother John, good. Now, and you have Brother John's account. What do you have? It means that you have all the money belonging to the company. Now, it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So, the Godhead was in Christ. <coughs> Jesus. Oh, yay. Oh. Listen, the fullness of, of God indwelt Jesus. And we have received of his fullness. What, what do you think of it? That means we have the full load of God. Is it? Um, we ought to be in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. By this we manifest and grow in knowledge of God. Now look at Colossians 1. I want us to look at this. Look at this. From the verse 8. As your love in the spirit. Your love in the spirit. Love is underlined. Love in the spirit. We heard it. Do not cease. Do not cease to pray for you. And to desire that ye be filled. Ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of see, of the Lord unto all pleasing, being it makes you fruitful in every good work, and you increase progressively. Look at it. For this cause, we also see the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of His will, 
in all spiritual understanding, ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. That you walk worthy of God unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. This is what we're talking about. Coming to the fullness of Christ. You become see, fruitful in every good work. Everywhere you went, you was doing good. Wherever you go, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of Him. So it becomes progressive. Praise the Lord. Now look at what Ephesians 1 says. Ephesians 1. Look at this. Father, we give you the praise. Ephesians 1 17. That a God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you, may grant you. Look at it again. May grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. To know God. I started by telling you that, see, the world by nature does not know God. They don't know God. Don't, don't, don't see. They shouldn't play with it. They don't know God. That's what Matthew 11, 27 tells us. So, Jesus makes you know. Let me tell you, anyone who doesn't have the Holy Spirit doesn't know. I'll prove to you right now. Without the Holy Spirit, you don't know the Son, Jesus. He walked with them and asked them, you know, whom do men say that I am? I, the Son of Man, I am. So, that the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Oh, to call him the Son of God, that means, my God, God. I've explained to you, son of God has not a son that was born by God. No, 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 no. It means God walking in human body. It means God in human flesh. It, it's called son of God. So we being born of God. When we was God pregnant with us? No. It means that God in us, God in us, and we in God. So, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ may grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I told you, growth is by revelation. And revelation in the knowledge of him. And I told you, when, when Jesus, see, when Jesus asked them and Peter said, you all oh, thou art the Christ. He didn't say you are Christ. You are the Christ. See, the one we're waiting for, the one that, see, the spirit point, you are the one. You are the one. Now, the son of the living God. Chalaga, and look at the response of Jesus. Yes, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. It is revelation. Knowing Jesus. I don't care those that say they know Jesus, they know Jesus more than we do. <laughs> they are jokers. And they don't know the Holy Ghost. They ask who is that Holy Ghost? don't know the son. Without the son, you don't know the father. It takes the son to reveal the father unto you now so about the sonship that we're talking about or about this fullness of christ growing to him in all things unto him in all things mean that to have god in dually bodily jesus is god right so to have him the bible says that if not to have all the fullness of the godhead the godhead indwelt the son Thank God for this opportunity we have. <laughs> Father, we thank you. We give you the praise. Now let's see. So, to have, see, a revelation in the knowledge of him. 
Why must you have a knowledge of God? Come to, to, to Ephesians 4 with me. Yeah. So we all come <clears throat> to the unity of faith. What is? So we all come to the unity of faith. Uh-huh. And of the knowledge of the Son of God. Two. Three. And unto a perfect man. And that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. And carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. Love is on. See, uh, uh, listen to me. Uh, 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 oh my God, Lee Sarando Jose. How, how you avail yourself to the Holy Ghost. That grants you love. Because Romans 5, the verse 5, the Bible says, And hope maketh not ashamed. For the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. So, um, our love avail ourselves to Him. Then, the fullness, the life of God, that life, the functional life of God, the vital, not just the legal life, but the vital love of God in you shines so much based on the love. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. Let's continue. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working, in the measure of every part, in the measure of every part, unto the edifying of itself in love. Oh my God. That even the church will edify itself expand and enlarge even in love growth is dependent on our growth is dependent on our love so much and our love is so much dependent on the Holy Spirit you cannot love truly the, the nicest person in this world is a hypocrite don't forget Jesus was always he never accused anyone he didn't accuse the um the Pharisees, he told them the truth. He said, he called them a hypocrite. Why? Because you pretend without the Holy Ghost, you pretend is the helper. They want to help you overcome the weakness of the flesh. So to love unconditionally, man is selfish. Man by nature is so selfish. It takes the Spirit of God to be able to manifest the love of God like never before. Now look at this. The verse 17. This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity, having their understanding, having their understanding darkened, what is being alienated, separated from the life of God. Their life is so different from the power of God, we know. Their life, you see, they don't manifest the power of Christ. Lord over every spirit, have dominion over sicknesses and what have you, change the circumstances of life based on the power of God vested in them. They lack that life. They fail to exhibit the life of God. Why? Verse 18. Having the understanding darkened, 
That is why he prayed for the Ephesian church that the eyes of their, of their understanding being what enlightened. So it says, having the understanding darkened, being separated from the of his fullness, have we all received grace for grace? What fullness? The Bible says, in him, in Christ, dwelt or dwelt all the fullness of God. Meaning that if I receive Christ, the fullness of Christ, I receive the fullness of God. Partakers of the Bible says they know not, neither will they understand. Psalm 80, verse 5. Neither will they understand. But I have said, Ye are God. And all of you are the children of the Most High God. They don't know. Neither will they understand. It is understanding of this truth. And this understanding will come based on revelation. Look at it. Having the understanding of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Blindness of their heart. God calls the one that doesn't walk in love a blind person and a liar. There's no light in them. Let me read from a different version. Ephesians 4.18 From there. And I now they are darkened in the understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardening of their heart the, which comes as a result of the knowledge of his will and the will in parenthesis is the truth God's mind God's thoughts God's idea it is called truth and truth is the word Jesus says sanctify them by the word by the truth for the word is truth sanctify them in John 15 Jesus says yeah cling to the word I was talking to you so the word of God sanctifies and the word of God is truth praise God praise God praise Jesus praise Jesus so why are people um, separated from the life of God why you have to know the truth. So manifesting God in our life because we have received of his fullness. To manifest him, we have to grow in our work, in our love work. And you can only grow in that, you see, in that love work with the Lord when you avail yourself to the Holy Ghost. When you are Ephesians 3. Let's start from Jesus. Ephesians 3, verse 14. For this same reason, for this cause, I bow my knee unto the unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The whole family in heaven and earth is named. So I've told you before and I've explained already. Um, we are a family, and there's a there is a family of God in the earth, and there are some in heaven. So we are in a family, we are in a household of God. As a Christian, you are also part of this. 
So he said he prays that you know the, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, who is also who is the one that um the, the families of the of, of of the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might. My show that he may he might grant unto unto you see according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by the by spirit in the inner man look at it the might by the spirit what are you talking about the might by his spirit in the inner man so my spirit can receive strength heart by faith you can't feel Christ but by faith you should that is knowing that you have Christ it takes knowledge that Christ may dwell in your heart by knowledge that's faith by knowledge that ye being rooted and grounded in him you know in love to manifest God in your life to see to see power to grow in love the Bible says growing up Ephesians 4. I, I will take you know we will read this again, but I want to quote to you Ephesians 4 18 once again. The Bible says, Um, oh Jesus. Let's come to 15, right? 15 first. <clears throat> but speaking the truth, which is the head, even Christ. So Christ is the head, the faith growing up into him in all things, so that I grow up to be also the face of Jesus wherever I go. That's the meaning. That I represent Christ. And what did Christ represent in the earth? He was fully divine. He manifested a divine life. So what I'm I hope you are following what I'm sharing with you. It's all about your growth. Being like Christ. From the way God sees us, from God's position, this is it. We are just like Christ. But until you grow, happen to him you cannot manifest so you have you have all the organs but to manifest or to use the organs it takes what now so the Bible says that <laughs> the verse 14 for this cause I you see I, I bow my knee I, I bow my knee unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might in 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 in, in the inner man see spirit in the in the inner man follow this that christ may dwell in your hearts by the christ sopra that christ may dwell in your heart through knowledge getting acquainted with with the truth And being root that he, he being rooted and grounded in love. So you have to be rooted and grounded, firmly grounded in love. Not easily. Verse 18. May be able to comprehend with all saints. Look at what the chapter 4, verse 13 says. So we all come in the unity of the faith and of the see the knowledge of the Son of God. So all we all Christians should come to that level of faith, that level of knowledge. And chapter 3, the verse 16, that he will grant you according to 
the riches of his glory to be strengthened with shalaba, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now, that Christ may dwell in your heart, you know, Sheila Gosi, in your heart by faith, and I've told you by knowledge, by knowing that ye being rooted and grounded in love, it's about love, may be able to comprehend, to understand which is the breath that means to know. <laughs> to know the depths of God the heights the lengths the dimensions of this realm of the spirit into which we have been called verse 19 and to know that I may know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge the word knowledge over here is the word gnosis scientific knowledge Based on the facts, I know Jesus, born of Mary, but we don't know the father. Maybe one soldier, Mary, maybe, see, that's the scientific knowledge, empirical facts. Know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that he might be filled with all the fullness of God. Oh my God. I thought we have the fullness of Christ already. Yes. But we grow into him in all things as we walk in love. As you grow in love for God to use you to heal the sick. The gospel is the power of God. And why? I am not ashamed of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? It's the power of God on salvation. Don't end there. So, what is the gospel all about? It's about the love of, for God so loved the world. That's the gospel that He gave. So, the power of God is. Do you know what? Let me show you something. How do I know I know God and I have God and blah 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 blah? How do I know? In fact, let, let's go to first John. I, I, I plan to show you something in the book of First Thessalonians 4. See that um oh Jesus. So first John chapter 4, right? Now let me read it's in verse 8. But let we are of God. Look at it. <laughs> we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us, and he that is not of God. Heareth not us, whereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Follow love one one another for 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 love is for love is of God. That means for love shows that we are from God. For love is of God. Listen to me. God is not just a god of love god is love it's not a loving god is love hmm. now like i tell you god is not a good god it is goodness personified right good now so the bible says that we are of god he that heareth us heareth god no he that knoweth knows god 
hears us. And he that is not of God hears the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So there's a spirit of truth and error. Now, beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. Love comes from God. And anyone that walks in love is having the spirit of God. Do you remember he said that you know that he might be filled, you know, that that he might be strengthened by might, is it with might, by spirit in the inner man. Is the spirit of love. I've been telling you this this while. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of love. Look at this. It, now, verse 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. Anyone who does not walk in. I thought I, I, I have received of his fullness. Yes. The Bible says, of his fullness have we all received. Grace for grace. But the truth of the matter is this. Vitally you have to manifest God. And how do you do that? That's what Ephesians tells us. First Thessalonians 4 verse 5 not in the last of concupiscence even as the Gentiles which know not God the world does not know God once you don't know God don't have him one day Apostle Paul said as I walk by in the book of Acts, Acts, um, I think 13, 17, um, 17, yeah. So as I walk by, Acts 17, 23 rather, Acts 17, I beheld their devotion. I saw, in the spirit, I saw an altar with to the unknown God, whom you, you what, worship ignorantly. But we're talking about walking in Him and coming to that fullness of, of Christ. The knowledge of God, of the Son of God. You have to grow in your in your in your love work. Love unconditionally. Genuinely love. Love love forgives. Love does not count errors. It doesn't mean you've forgotten because you have memory. You don't dwell on the past evil that one has done to you. You don't react out of the past evil. Because love takes record of no evil. That's what the Bible says. In 1 Corinthians 13, love worketh not, not ill of men. And love does not keep, see, take record of evil. God is ready to grow. Let's come to Ephesians once again. So, what stops people from growing? In Ephesians 4, as we read, you see, um, it said in verse um, 15 that speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. See, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, being separated from the life of God, through the ignorance that is in them, lack of knowledge. Um, the Bible says, huh. Through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. What does it mean to be blind? In second Oh Jesus. Let me help you with this. James and Peter. Second Peter what is? 
verse 4. Whereby are given unto us, look at it, unto us, exceeding great and precious promises. So maybe from verse 3 so that you get it clearly. Now, according as his divine power, that's according to the love of God, God's love for us, has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us precious promises, that by these we might become partakers. Look at it. That by this, ye might be partakers of the divine nature, to partake of that nature of God. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, we have escaped. But why are people still going through the corruption of the world like that? Why are they being affected? I'm not talking about governmental or economic corruption. Spiritual corruption. Not being able to fulfill or to do that an entity or or something might fail to live up to expectation what it's meant to deliver its purpose a deviation from good and sickness is part of the corruption and beside is giving all diligence and beside and beside is giving all diligence add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness love charity for if these things being you and abound they make you that you shall neither be buried nor unfruitful of in the knowledge in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ verse 9 but he that lacketh these things the one that lacks these things is blind <laughs> oh Jesus is blind and cannot see afar off he has no vision and has to call in an election sure for so talking about the blindness of their heart that means they fail to walk in love failure to walk in love is blindness anyone that walks in hate you know, in hatred. Not walking in love is an improper manifestation of the life of God. The Bible says through the... Then it means that you have to have a knowledge of His will to manifest God. Ephesians 4. Having the, the understanding darkened, being eliminated from the life of God, through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Just to forgive. Because they cannot see afar off. That once you forgive, you are leaving. They cannot see afar off. We just read it. Verse 9. 1 Peter 1. 2 Peter 1 verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind. And cannot see afar off. He cannot see. He cannot see beyond just the, the pain. The trouble. Oh, I have been wronged, and that, that's all I'm, I, I care about, and I have to fight back. No, that's wrong. God is love, walk in love. I declare unto you that you walk in the fullness of God's blessing for your life. You manifest the love of God. The Spirit of God, as the heart of the people, are open. Fill us with love. Let's love one to another, as you said, and as you determine of us. Now look at it. 
So, talk of who been past feelings have given themselves over onto consciousness to work all, talk about lust, the craving, evil desire, to work all uncleanness with greed. But he have not so learned, he have not so learned Christ. If we do this, but if that if so be that he have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that he put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. First Peter two. First Peter two. Many do read and they just look at the verse 2 and leave the verse 1. In, a, in your growth, in growing up into him in all things, you must know this. The Bible says, wherefore, laying, see, laying aside all malice, there are things you need to you see remove from your life. The Bible says, uh, Jesus, the verse 1. See, we are encompassed with, see, with this great cloud of witnesses. The Bible says, the Bible says for us to, to cast all weights, to cast them off, or to, oh Jesus, to lay aside and the sin that easily beset, set us, upset us, and set us backward. Anyone that works in unforgiveness doesn't grow, doesn't move forward. I can show you in the Bible, in the book of Philippians 3. Maybe I'll end with that one. Let, let me finish with this and then we, we get there. Wherefore, lay aside all malice. You see, malice. Oh, that I give. Or I show you where to get a thing. And because I know I have an ulterior motive behind the thing I, the things I do. That is selfishness, malice, with wrong and evil intention. It has to do with the heart, the intent of the heart. Though I say yes, oh, you may take it, but deep down the heart, I know it's a trap. Some can speak the truth, but with some malice malicious intent oh that i want him to be arrested so i just begin to expose some things about him oh honest i, I, I don't trust so we are to speak the truth in love it in ephesians 4 the verse 15 but speaking the truth in love that may, you may grow up into him, into him in all things. Grow up into Christ in all things. Now look at this. So put our aside malice. There you are. Listen to me. I want you to grow. Now, malice to the world means different. When God is talking to the one who is not born again or a baby Christian, who has a tendency of revisiting the past, is different. If God tells me malice, now, or says I should check malice in my life, it's telling me the ulterior motive that I have. Not to harm, but the selfishness. I give you, I buy a shirt for you. I buy you a present to influence a giving from you. It's malice. When you grow, you understand it. Now, 
I am helping you so that you can help me one day. Love does not expect. Are you following? Love does not say that respect is reciprocal. No. Respect is respect. I have to do it. It's a commandment. I'm to be. So money is over here. It goes way beyond just the evil intention. The evil, see, the heart is very deceptive. And so why do you, many a time, see, um, people would want to be seen to be doing something for God. And to attract attention to the self. Oh, Jesus. The self. Do not forget that in the book of Genesis 11, what caused God to come down to discomfit them and to cause misunderstanding among them was not because they were together. No, 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 no. Because of idolatry. Because of factor in it. Let us make for us. Let us make a tower that whose height reaches to the heavens and make a name for ourselves. Be very careful. Malice. When you want to be seen, you have nothing of your own. It is by grace. What do you want to manifest? Sometimes with malice, we, we also use the, the gift of the Spirit to exploit on genuine ground. Speaking of Kashili Hase, manifesting God's wisdom in love. So the first thing is malice. Why do you do the things that you do? Why? Why do you buy that gift? Or do you give the money to that, that lady? What's the motive behind that? The kingdom of why you work, why you, why you stay, it's not about your convenience, it's about God. The devil, Lucifer, also said, I was sent on her eye. I shall be like the most high. It's about the, the self. Read yourself of every selfishness against your will, your wish, just to extol. So worship means, that's what we bow. I go down, I lift my hands, I, I can't, I surrender. Oh, I want to go this way, but because you are saying this, I stop. So your obedience is a sign of worship to God. It's not a I want men to see me. Make sure God takes the spotlight. Apostle Paul says, I determine nothing among you except Christ and Him crucified. I have nothing to boast of. I boast of Christ, that's all. And my infirmities, my weaknesses. And for my life, turning my weaknesses into strength. That's what Apostle Paul talked about. Not, not bragging about what you can do. It's not about you. It's about the Holy Ghost. Praise God. So lay aside all malice. The reason for which we do the things that we, that we do. Why did I tell a lady I love you? Why? What was? Why did I propose marriage? Because the person is helping me. Why? Oh, God. It has to do it. Um, see, the deceptive clothing that we don't to take something or take someone off his stance. 
how I can to give you what you have. Now, it has to do with subtlety. It leads to deceptions, to deceive, to keep someone in the, in the dark. Does it worth it? Guile. Now, it was used in the, it's a girl, in whom there's no girl. That means plainness, being plain. So, stop the double standard life. The double standard life. Live for God. Also, live like. Don't live like you believe in faith, the faith work. And you also want to. We have the fact world and the faith world. Faith and then the facts. Don't scream at church during online service, during meetings. Amen. Yeah, yeah. And then you, when you are faced with facts, you begin to, <laughs> you begin to you see, you begin to manifest a last girl again. That man deceives himself. <laughs> Hypocrisy. Behaving to be what you are not. The cloak of maliciousness in an attempt to deceive others. So we, we, we put on attitude just to get what we want. Hypocrisy. So don't forget, because of the maliciousness of our heart, because of the maliciousness of the heart, one may tend to be, she used girl, get people beguiled by us to use enticing words apostle paul said my preaching and my teaching are not with enticing words of man's wisdom no 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 inefficient lay aside the ulterior motives girl because that will lead to the life of Deceptive, see, deceptiveness, deceiving others, keeping them in the dark. Then he to cover up for your dark, see, your dark life that you don't want them, to, don't want to let them in. Yet that is it. Then the next one is envy, envies. A true man of God should not envy. The Bible says to rejoice with the rejoicing. And those that mourn, we mourn with them. How do you mourn with the, those who are mourning? You don't just run. You pray with them. You pray for them. You pray. That's a true Christian life. Those who are in trouble, you pray for them. You remember them in prayer. And all evil speakings. Don't speak evil of men. The Bible says to speak evil of no man. And we have to all know this. We are, we are entreated to speak evil of no man. And that is what we must all know. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, that is that. I, I want to give... Spirit of God, thank you for your, your glory. Shale, Rossi, Father.
Okay. Let me go to Titus and see. Titus. Okay. Title 3. The verse 2. To be no brawlers, be gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. So we admonish not to speak evil of men. So all evil speakings. Now these are the things that block your growth. Now, so what we're reading, James, First Peter 2, right? The Bible says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice, to guile, hypocrisy, and all not envy all evil speaking as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the world so growth is not automatic you have to press some buttons push some buttons and it takes your desire your quest to grow as you seek to grow walk in love by dealing with malice lay, the Bible says lay them aside that means you have the authority to put it aside you don't need to pray to overcome that. It says, lay them aside. In Ephesians 4, it says, wherefore, lay aside, put off, concern the former conversation. The former conversation. So, you can put it off like a jacket. Remove it. I had a jacket on before, and I realized the place is hot. I just took it off. You see, the place is becoming hot. So, I put it off. With all the light I'm using now. So, I had to put it off. As dim as you see the pictures to be. Hallelujah. So that is it. Deal with malice. You see, the Bible says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Determine right now that this is the life I want to live now. I want to grow, manifest Christ. And it's by walking in love. How do I do that? One, by tackling malice, the evil intentions, the agenda, the hidden agenda of my heart. How I, I hate on people so much. How I wish they feel that though. Amen. Yes, go there, go there. Deep down my heart. I know. It happened in the days of, you see, the days of King Solomon. That he pushed Uriah. Bathsheba's husband. To war. Push to the war front. Solution was a malicious, with some malicious intent. Malicious, see. Uh, 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 um, are you following? How can you just sit and begin to, to devise and plot and plan the death of someone? How could how could Judas betray Jesus with a kiss? There was malice. We can say yes, yes. But with malicious intent. We can say no, oh no, 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 no. We shouldn't have the service today. Why? Because others will see this man of God and he will get favored. Or once they see this, they don't go, don't, oh, I don't go out now. Why? Because once the person steps out, that person might, might attract customers. So you find ways and you see. So malice will take it to, malice will engender. That's deceptiveness. Girl. Keeping people in the dark. 
attempt to blindfold others. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4, that in whom the God of this world has blind, see, blindfolded, he has blindfolded their minds and their hearts. What does it mean? So, don't be a person that manifests the life of the devil. It's supposed to be the life of God. We have to look at the weight next week. God bless you. God bless you. And I love you so much. My prayer for you is that the Lord will cause his love to grow. You just ask the Holy Ghost, Spirit of God, cause me to love. And you just say, after that prayer, I take grace to love unconditionally. So I'll talk much more about love. I'll talk much more about really talk about it. How we manifest the the, the, the how we manifest the strength of the flesh. We have to put the flesh to death. We have to kill the flesh, mortify the flesh by flowing in the spirit. God bless you so much. Final part of manifesting Christ, growing up, being like Jesus who had divinity full. He had his, his heart full, his spirit full of the divine. He was fully a deity while he walked the earth. And the Bible says in 1 John 4, the verse 17, hearing is our love made perfect. See, when your love is made perfect, so are we in this world. Man of God, without love, he cannot be perfected. God bless you so much. But I will talk about the bond of peace, which is our Jesus. Father, I will thank you. I pray for your people, Lord, that as they desire to grow, because growth will only come as a result of desire, and our desire will trigger certain steps led by the Holy Ghost to love unconditionally. Minister, Lord, unto the church, to all our partners, our global partners, our virtual church members, Lord, that, that they get and rooted in love, that they may grow up into you in all things. Father, as they take a step, hand on their faith, expose yourself more to them, let your will be known to them all. I pray like Apostle Paul prayed for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of, of you. We met, for you commissioned me man, to let men see, therefore Lord, let them come into union with the fellowship of the mystery of the word in the name of Jesus. Bring them into oneness with the truth in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Until I come away again this week, stay blessed.